Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. The yield on the 10-year T-note fell today to 3.36%, which is nice and all, but the real story about government bonds isn't who's buying them and what rate they're getting. It's who's not buying. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Reputation.com, monitoring, protecting, and improving reputations online while deleting personal data from the Internet. Reputation.com. And by Progressive Insurance, with more than 30,000 local independent agents. Information available at Progressive.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. Thursday, today, the 10th of March. Glad to have you with us. And we are talking bonds today, specifically the world's biggest and most influential bond fund, PIMCO, it's called. It's mostly getting out of one of the surest bond investments going. That'd be U.S. government debt. The guy running it says he's a little worried about the long-term future of the American economy. And everybody's entitled to his opinion, I guess. But PIMCO's move doesn't necessarily mean the apocalypse is upon us. Our New York bureau chief, Heidi Moore, reports. A lot of Americans keep a pretty decent chunk of their savings in U.S. government bonds. Treasury bonds are supposed to be the safest, most stable investment around. So when Bill Gross, the manager of the world's biggest bond fund, says he's going to dump most of the treasuries he owns, well, you may worry a little. The reason why it's important to listen to a guy like Bill Gross, what he says really will move the market. That's Daryl Jones, an analyst with Hedgeye Risk Management. He agrees with Gross that Treasury bonds may be at the end of their incredible four-year rally. Here's why. Treasuries, like your home loan or your car loan, are really sensitive to interest rates. When the economy improves, interest rates go up, and Treasuries suffer. So in the short term, say in the next year, the economy actually looks pretty good, says Janie Montgomery Scott analyst Guy LeBas. By selling government bonds, Bill Gross is implicitly saying, hey, we expect conditions to improve a little bit. It's what happens after that that has Gross worried. All of the treasuries he's dumping are the ones with long maturities like 30 years. The government has been on a giant spending spree, and it issues treasury bonds to fund it. If the government keeps spending so much, there's trouble ahead, says LeBas. There's a good probability that if Congress is unable to rein in spending, then the U.S. will see a negative outlook on its credit rating in the next several years. Let's regroup then to talk about the end of the world. In New York, I'm Heidi Moore for Marketplace. Well, as long as we're talking about the end of the world, you remember the European debt crisis? How some countries over there rang up huge deficits and came way too close to default for anybody's comfort? We spent a lot of last year talking about it. And then the Eurozone and its problems just kind of fell off the radar. Today, they came back on Moody's, downgraded Spanish government debt. Same thing happened to Greece earlier in the week. From the European desk in London, Marketplace's Stephen Beard has more. Portugal, Greece, Ireland, and now Spain are all in the firing line. Investors are demanding higher and higher interest rates to lend to these governments. Meanwhile, there's political disarray in Brussels. The 17 countries that use the euro are bickering over how to bail out weaker members. If the crisis deepens, it could tip Europe back into recession. And that, says Andrew Hilton of the think tank, the CSFI, would hit the U.S. hard. 
what happens to the European economy is important because the Europeans are largest single market for American exports. That's very important. If the Europeans go into another recession, that will hurt every American household. He says the U.S. is also grappling with horrendous levels of debt, but it has to be easier for one country to tackle that problem than for the group of 17 separate countries that make up the eurozone. In London, this is Stephen Beard for Marketplace. There's big news in the world of coffee today. Green Mountain, maker of those single-cup Keurig machines and the little K-cups that go with them, is going to team up with Starbucks. Starbucks will start making single-serve cups of coffee and tea for the Keurig machine. Green Mountain machines are going to be sold at Starbucks. Marketplace's Stacey Vanek-Smith reports those little cups could have a very big impact on the coffee business. The deal means you'll be able to get Starbucks French Roast or Tazo Passion Tea in those adorable K-cups to brew at home in your single-cup brewer. And you'll be able to pick up one of those brewers along with your venti caramel macchiato at Starbucks. R.J. Hadavi, director.